What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Coffee with a friend is like capturing joy in a cup. Welcome to the Coffee with Jenny B podcast, hosted by Jenny B, a lover of all things coffee. Each week, Jenny will chat about connecting over coffee, what brings her joy, and everything in between. A lot can happen over coffee, so grab a cup, sit back, and enjoy. Now, here's your host, Jenny B. Hello and welcome to the show. It's December and I know that most people, especially children, are counting down the days until Christmas. And what they like to do to count down the days is to use an Advent calendar. Now, what is an Advent calendar? It is a format that is either cardboard, wooden, Basically, any structure that has numbered boxes that you open and it stays 1 to 24 or sometimes 1 to 25, but I've also seen them as 1 to 12. So it really depends on the item that is inside the box. And that's the exciting part because I know for children, the advent calendars come in so many different varieties And usually their favorite cartoon characters or, you know, if they're into, you know, Barbies or Paw Patrol, typically what they do is they they get a little candy inside. So candy or chocolate. And so then they open day number one and then they, they count down the days by opening each little flap and then they get that little treat inside. But Advent calendars are not just for children because adults also have their own version of the advent calendar. So I know that a lot of places that sell wine, for instance, have wine advent calendars where each day is a different bottle of wine. There's ones for socks and cheese and tea and basically anything you can think of. They also come as coffee. And today I want to talk about my coffee advent calendar. But before I do that, I want to share a little bit about how the advent calendar came about and share also a little bit about what advent is for those that may not be aware of of the meaning behind that. So an advent calendar basically is used to count down the days until Christmas. Now, traditionally, advent calendars had been more of a religious theme because it started with the German Lutherans in the 19th century, where they were using the Advent calendar to count down the days until the nativity of Christ at Christmas. And the calendars were, again, more of the religious themed. So there were images of, 
you know, Jesus and the apostles and so on. And then inside the little boxes, and they were typically made of wood back then. And they were very elaborate. And they had Bible quotes inside and different sayings. And it was really meant to think about the days leading up again to the nativity of Christ. Of course, now it's evolved into a little bit more of a secular, although there are still some Advent calendars that are religious. And whether you believe in Christmas or don't believe in religion or whatever it is that you believe or don't believe, you can still enjoy an Advent calendar because as I mentioned earlier, they come in so many different formats and offer so many different products. It's really an opportunity, again, to count down the days until Christmas. And that's the fun part. And it's also a way to think about counting down the days until the end of the year as well. Because, of course, Christmas Day is on the 25th, winter solstice is on the 21st, and then the December 31st is the end of the year. So December is a month of looking ahead, counting down the days until Christmas, until the end of the year, and so on. So let's get back to my coffee advent calendar. In May 2021, I launched my podcast. I can't believe that in May it's going to be two years. It's like, where is the time gone? You know, it, it's just flown by. It was uh, Thanksgiving and the family was over and I was talking about how, you know, since I launched, you know, Coffee with Jenny B and my podcast and so on, I wanted to do something with it. You know, I wanted to offer perhaps some sort of a product, you know, like coffee or mugs or, you know, something. And my daughter said to me, well, why don't you do a coffee advent calendar? And I looked at her and I said, really? And she said, yeah, they do for everything. So why not coffee? And at that point, I hadn't heard of a coffee advent calendar before. And so the idea started, you know, percolating, using that pun on purpose, <laughs> percolating in my brain. And the next day I started doing a little bit of research into, you know, how do I do this thing? And I had no idea, but I knew that I needed to do it. And, and so what I did is I went with a typical cardboard tray or sort of the cardboard box with a plastic tray and the numbers one to 25. And I couldn't find a Canadian supplier at that time. And so I used a US one. And uh, well, first of all, I looked on their website and they had two different versions. They had one that was a little more of a shallow compartment in the tray. And then there was one that was a little deeper, you know, so for truffles and that kind of thing. So I, I called the company and I explained what it was that I was going to do. And I wasn't quite sure what was going to work. They graciously and generously uh, said, well, we'll send you a sample and you can try it. And then if you think it's going to work for you, then go ahead and order it and we'll go from there. So I did that. They sent me the sample. And now <laughs> I had to figure out how am I going to make this work? So in the meantime, while I was waiting for the sample to arrive, I contacted the coffee roasters in Winnipeg in Manitoba and I explained what it was that I was going to do. And fortunately for me, I was able to get 18 coffee roasters to participate in my coffee oven calendar. So now, how much coffee? How do I encase the coffee? 
And do I do ground? Do I do beans? I wasn't quite sure at that moment what I was going to do. So then once the sample arrived, I thought, okay, so maybe the best option would be to offer ground coffee because pretty much everybody has a drip coffee maker at home. Whether you prefer to do a French press or pour over or AeroPress, you still have a drip coffee maker at home for guests. And so that seemed to be the the best way. Plus, uh, medium grind coffee can be used for a pour, pour over or for an AeroPress. So I determined that that's what I was going to do. Now, how much coffee will it fit in these little trays? So I went to WR Display because I, I like to go there to order, you know, ribbon and bags and packaging and basically anything that I'm doing that requires some sort of a packaging. I go there and they have a, a wide selection of items and, you know, they're really great at helping you find the right things that you need. So I went to WR Display and I brought my advent calendar sample with me and I brought some coffee and I explained that I wanted to find the right kind of bag. So they have these little food grade bags. They're little plastic bags that seal at the at the end. And so we did a little bit of, you know, trial and error, and we determined that 14 grams of coffee will fit in a two by three food grade bag. So we filled it, we tried it a number of different sizes, and we found that the two by three, once you seal it and kind of fold it in, it fits quite snugly into the little compartment. Okay, so I knew the size of the bag. So then I went back to the roasters and I said, okay, I'm going to order the calendars. And so they come in a package of 50. So I said, okay, so for 50 calendars at 14 grams per calendar, it worked out to be approximately two pounds of coffee. And the roasters were happy to donate the coffee to me to be a part of this, you know, so they thought it was something kind of cool and, you know, they were excited to be a part of it and they were happy to do that. Now, I needed them to grind the coffee for me. So they did that on a medium grind. And so then I had all the coffee. Now I had to figure out, first of all, how am I going to have it measured and filled? So I thought, well, the best way to do it would be to do it myself (laughs) because they're the quality control. So I have a little scale that I use for coffee purposes, of course. It's a little little scale. So what I did is I individually measured 14 grams on the scale, scooped it into the little bags, sealed them. I did that for 25 squares and 50 calendars. So that's a lot of coffee. And that's a lot of bagging. And it took me quite a long time to get it all done. But once you're in it, you can't stop. Because I sold the calendars out in two days. Once I promoted and put it out there that I was I was selling these, I now had people waiting for these calendars. So I had to finish it. So I finished that. Now we have the little, little bags and we have the calendars. But the calendar itself is a really kind of an odd shape. It doesn't really fit into anything. And so then I went back to WR Display to see if they had any sort of a box that would work for it. And unfortunately, they didn't have the right kind of box. 
But they said, you know, we have these pizza boxes and we have these left over and we're not keeping them in stock anymore. And so if you are interested, you could buy these pizza boxes. And as it turned out, the advent calendar fit perfectly inside the pizza box. And then when you close it, it fully encased it. Okay, so that's my packaging for the outside. And then I bought teal tissue paper. So we put the tissue paper inside and then we put it over top of it. And then I wanted it to look like a gift. So I found this silver wrapping paper and then I bought the uh, teal ribbon from WR Display. So now I got my cousin Kathy to help me. We filled all the trays. We did an assembly line, filled them all, put them inside the pizza box, put the tissue paper, closed it. I wrapped it in silver paper, put the ribbon around it. So now I had this beautiful gift that people really enjoyed, but it was a lot of work. It was so much work and you don't know what you don't know. You, you jump into it, which is what I did. And I didn't know what to expect, but once I completed it, I thought, okay, there's got to be a better way of doing this. And so I started to think, how could I do it to make it easier on myself and to make it a little bit more streamlined? And then the idea popped into my head. What if I had a coffee roaster, grind the beans and package them for me and then heat seal them? So now I've got this little pouch versus me doing it by hand. And so I spoke to Andrew, Andrew Goosen from Trails and Coffee. Now, in September, I wanted to take a trip out to the White Mouth area. Um, my daughter is getting married next year and she's having it at Wild Skies, which is in the White Shell area. And there's a restaurant in White Mouth called the Spicy Radish. They're going to be catering her wedding. And then there's a place called the Moongate Guest House. I, I did an episode with Jenny uh, about it. And she had my daughter had booked Moongate Guest House for my husband and I and my son and Brent's parents to stay. So I thought, wouldn't it be nice to get out and just visit the area? So that's what I did. And I talked about it in a, in a previous episode. So while I was out there, I stopped into Trails and Coffee to see Andrew because he had participated in my coffee advent calendar last year. So I stopped in to say hi and, of course, buy some coffee. And then I said, so, hey, Andrew, I've got this idea about packaging the coffee a little bit differently. And I explained what I was looking for. And I said, what do you think? He says, you know, let me think about it and um, I'll get back to you. So he thought about it and said, you know, yep, I think it's a good idea. And he recommended doing 50 grams of coffee. Now, last year I did 14. Now we're going up to 50. And initially I thought perhaps 30. So 30 would be you know, two cups of coffee. But Andrew explained that typically when coffee roasters do the smaller little packs, they're either 50 grams or 100 grams. And so I thought, okay, well, let's go with 50 grams. And I wasn't quite sure what that was going to look like. So then when Andrew produced the prototype of the, the pouches, they were flat black pouches measuring seven inches long, four inches wide, very soft, and so now, okay, that's great. That I think that's going to work really well. But how do I package it? Like, what do I do? And I came up with a, a number of different options. I tried 
thinking, okay, what if I have a, add a foam base inside, cut the little inserts and then insert the coffee? No, that's not going to work. I couldn't have the coffee lying flat because it would just roll all over the place. And so it, it wouldn't be aesthetically pleasing. And I needed it to be compartmentalized where you can see where one to 24 coffee pouches are. So I connected with Midwest Packaging and I met with Sean from Midwest Packaging and I, I explained what I was doing and I brought a few of the coffee pouches to show him. And he started kind of drawing out a, a few ideas of how he thought that might work. And so he said, you know, leave it with me and I'm going to put a prototype together and then we'll meet and you can tell me what you think. So what he created was a box that measured 17 and three eighths long, 11 and an eighth high and six and nine sixteen wide. And it had partitions. So one to 24. So he showed me this prototype and I thought, okay, yeah, I think that's going to work because then you put the pouches inside and I thought, okay, brilliant. This is going to work. So now it's ordering the packaging, but when I was starting to promote it, I didn't really have a design. I didn't, I didn't have anything that I could show people what it was going to look like. I mean, I can certainly show them the compartment, right? The partitions. And I had the coffee samples from Andrew that people could see what was going to be going inside but there was no image, there was no color, there was no, there was nothing to show them what it would actually look like. And so I reached out to one of my students. So Varun, I know that uh, he is very creative, a graphic designer, does videos, very talented. So I reached out to Varun and I, I explained what I was looking for. And I said, I'm doing this calendar. Can you create some sort of a graphic for me? And initially it was just to have something to show people on Instagram that this is what it could look like. Because, you know, people need to see it, you know, to explain what it is, perhaps they won't understand. But once they see it, then it's like, okay, I get it. This is what it is. So I gave him, I sent him my logo. My teal is one of my brand colors. And I said, okay, see what you can come up with. And he did. He created this beautiful image and, you know, had the teal ribbon around it. And I thought, oh, that looks so beautiful. I put it out on Instagram. Everybody loved it. They loved the new packaging. And I thought, darn, now I have to do it. <laughs> so I went back to Sean at Midwest Packaging and I said, okay, this is what I want to do for the lid. And so Sean and Varun worked together back and forth, tweaking the image until it was absolutely perfect showed it to me for my final approval. And I said, yes, that's absolutely perfect. Let's go ahead and order the dye for the packaging. So packaging is ordered. It's being taken care of. Now, how do I label the coffee pouches? So last year, what I did is I didn't label the packages because of course we've got the, the little 14 gram, but I had an index card that was taped to the inside of the pizza box that had numbered one to 25, that was last year. And it had the name of the coffee roaster, the type of the coffee, the region, and the website. So that if you liked the coffee that you were trying that day, 
you could order it directly from the coffee roaster from their website. And so now this year, I have a pouch that I need to put some sort of a label on. So I'm thinking that, you know, your typical two by three white label, stick it on the front, have all that information listed on there. But then I thought, well, that's actually duplicating the information because I'm still going to do the index card that will go on the inside of the lid. So what else can we do? Now, my friend, Stephanie Robinson, created the index card for me last year. I asked her if she would do it again this year. And she said, yes, that she would love to do that. And she came up with the concept of why don't we do a Christmas ornament? So put the Christmas ornament on the front of each of the pouches. And I thought, you know what? That is going to look really cool. And the ornament will have the number on the inside of the ornament. So she created teal for my brand color, but also silver. Because remember last year, I wrapped my packages in silver paper. So it had alternating rows. So row one to four silver, and then five to eight teal, and then silver, and then teal until silver. So it alternating colors. And then I thought, okay, well, I need to order these labels. And so typically whenever I do that, I, I usually go to Vistaprint because, you know, they're they're usually pretty reasonable. They sometimes have, you know, discounts and the shipping isn't too bad. So I had gone on to Vistaprint to see how I could order these labels and I wanted them ordered in rolls. So individuals, so they would be 24 individual rolls so that, you know, when we're putting it on the labels, we're doing like all number one and then so on and so forth all the way to 24. But I was, for some reason, I was having difficulty getting it ordered on Vistaprint. It wasn't working for me. And I was talking to somebody, you know, one of their, their help desk people. And I was feeling a little frustrated. And so I thought, okay, I'll leave it. I'll think about it tomorrow. And then I started thinking, well, there's got to be somebody in Winnipeg that would do it for me so that I don't have to worry about shipping. So I found Labels Unlimited. So I spoke to Suzanne and I explained what I was looking for. And I explained my whole issue with Vistaprint. And she's like, we can do it cheaper than Vistaprint, plus it's local. So I sent her the file. She came back with a quote. And yep, it was definitely cheaper than Vistaprint, plus it's local. So I didn't have to worry about waiting for the shipment to come in. So then anyway, long story short, I sent her the file. She sent me back the proof. And they produced the labels were beautiful. It had this metallic look to the silver and the teal, which I absolutely loved. Okay, so packaging is being created. The labels are being created. And the packaging that Andrew is doing for the coffee is underway. Now, initially, when I first started this, because last year I started quite late with my whole thing. This year I started earlier, so I got a jump on everything. But there was a delay in the packaging because there was a delay in creating the dye. They needed time to do that. So that was coming from Toronto. Now, initially I had thought that packaging or the the calendars would be ready to be delivered on November 20th, and then they could be picked up. My friend Vanessa owns a quick wellness collective, and I had asked her if I could bring calendars to her store that people could then pick up at her store. I thought it's a place that you know, first of all, somewhere that people can go because I don't have a storefront. And 
I don't necessarily want them to come to my house, <laughs> but it's also an opportunity for someone who is shopping or, or picking up a calendar to do a little bit of shopping at her store because she has so many locally made products and so many wonderful products that it's an opportunity to promote her and her shop at the same time. But because the packaging was delayed, I had to contact everyone who had ordered a calendar to let them know that it was going to be delayed by a week and explain the circumstance. And that gave them enough notice that, okay, they would then make arrangements to, for instance, if they were going to pick up, they could get it delivered or vice versa. And so we were waiting for the packaging and everything to come in. And then, so the sales actually were going really well. Now, last year, I priced the package at, or the calendar at $50. And I thought, okay, well, this year they're getting three times the amount of coffee. They're getting 24 individual coffee roasters. So coffee roasters from Manitoba, some from outside of Winnipeg. And then of course, the rest from Winnipeg. We had Dauphin and Verdon and Brandon and Oak Lake and Eli and Gimli and Niverville. So the fact that I wanted to promote and support 24 different coffee roasters was to me something really special. And so I priced the calendar this year at $125. And no one thought it was too high. No one mentioned it was too high. No one complained. People bought it. And when I was ordering the calendars, so I, I needed to provide Sean with a number of how many calendars and of course, the number of labels to Suzanne from Labels Unlimited, a former student of mine, Danica works at a, a Economic Development Winnipeg. And she mentioned that Tourism Winnipeg was putting out a gift guide this year. And she wanted to see if I was interested in putting my calendar in there. I said, absolutely. And so I, th I thought, you know, it's going to be in the gift guide. There might be a little bit additional interest in the calendar itself. So I thought, okay, I'm going to order an additional 20 calendars. So I had a total of 120 calendars that I ordered. And I'm not sure how many people saw the calendar in the gift guide, but I ended up selling out my calendar, which I was so happy that, first of all, I sold out last year at 50 and sold out this year at 120. Have you ever thought, I'd love to have a podcast just like this one? Well, I can help. My name is Matt Kundal, and everyone at my company, the Sound Off Podcast Network, had a hand in making this show. Whether it was about the sound, the discoverability, or that you're just enjoying the show, we are all about the detail. If you think you have a podcast in you, reach out to me via email, matt at soundoff.network. Or check out the website and become one of the great podcasts we work with at soundoff.network. Now, the packaging is ready to be picked up and the labels. And so I, I picked up everything, but the packaging was unassembled. And I had asked Sean if there was any way that they could assemble it for me. And he said, no, they, they didn't have the capacity. So now I had to figure out how I'm going to, how am I going to put these calendars together? And he had suggested that we get glue guns. So you can, first of all, assemble the pieces to fold them and then put little dots of hot glue and then seal them. 
he said you could also staple, but I thought stapling, uh, I didn't, I mean, you could do it in the corners and of course most people would notice, but I would notice. And I didn't think it was aesthetically pleasing to have staple marks on the boxes and on the lids themselves. And so then I got Varun to come in and, and a few of my friends to come in to help me glue the boxes and then glue the index card on the lid of the boxes. And so I teach Zumba at Sturgeon Heights Community Center. So I asked Greg and Barry if I could come in and use their multi-purpose room to do this. So we we did that. It was a bigger project than I I anticipated. The time went by very quickly and I was nowhere near done. I knew I couldn't take this home because our house is, you know, 880 square feet and there was no way that I'd be able to do it at home. Plus I knew my husband would kill me <laughs> because last year he said, okay, this is way too much work. And so I asked them, is there any way that I could use? So they have a garage in the back. And so they allowed me to assemble and glue the calendars there. So I did that. I was actually, I did most of that myself. And then I personally put all the labels on the coffee pouches. I did that at home and then started inserting all the coffee pouches and then wrapping everything in ribbon. So that took a number of days to get that done because now I had the deadline of, I needed to get them delivered on the 27th which was a delay of a week. And then packages needed to be ready to be picked up the following week, adequate wellness. So I had a deadline that I had to meet. So I was able to get a few of my friends to come in and we were able to finish everything. So now how do I deliver? Because I wasn't able to get anybody to deliver. I tried a couple of places and nothing was working or it was way too expensive to get them to deliver it. So I went to Winnipeg U-Drive. Typically when we need to rent a car for like if we're going to the States or, you know, if we're doing any sort of trips, we'll rent from them. And so they were able to get me a minivan with the seats pulled down. So once I had all the calendars finished, loaded up the minivan, and then for the next three days, I was delivering the calendars because I got as many as I could finish the one day, let people know that I wasn't able to finish the deliveries that I would do them the following day. So I did that. And then I finished it the third day. So I I was able to get all the ones delivered that had wanted them to be delivered. And then I had to deliver the ones that are going to be picked up at Equip Wellness Collective. And then of course, the leftovers I had at my house for you know, people that I was going to personally deliver to or who weren't available to deliver or to pick it up or have it delivered until later on in December. And so I was able to have those packages stacked at home. So I managed to get it done. It was, again, more work than I anticipated because I didn't anticipate that I would have to assemble and glue the the boxes and the lids. And if you've ever had to work with a hot glue gun, working with cardboard, let me tell you, (laughs) it's not easy because I found that once you glued the corners, you had to actually press it down really hard 
and hold it for about 30 seconds because you want the hot glue to adhere. You don't want the ends to come apart because sometimes they were coming apart and then you have to glue them again. So better to do it once and make it stick than to have to do it again. And the feedback that I got from everyone was that they absolutely loved the calendars because they weren't sure what to expect. I mean, you see pictures on Instagram, but you really don't get the sense of how big these are. So these are a big box wrapped in teal ribbon. It's a gift. It's a gift of a coffee oven calendar. And the, the feedback again has been, you know, super positive. Everybody loves it. They think it's such a wonderful idea. Again, what happened last year after I sold out, people wanted to be on a waiting list. And and so again, this year, it's like, oh, I wish I'd known about this sooner. Please put me on the list for next year. So yes, now that I have the die, I am going to do it again. But now I have to figure, okay, how do I make the packaging easier? So can I source out someone or a business to assemble and glue the boxes label the the coffee pouches, insert them for me and wrap them so that I'm not doing all that work. Now, don't get me wrong. I loved doing this project. I was so invested in the idea of this coffee advent calendar. And for me, when I'm doing any kind of a project or an event, I'm always looking for the win-win. I want that wow factor. I want someone to say, wow, this is so great. I love this. And so I had the vision of, of what I wanted it to look like. And I also wanted to support the coffee roasters because last year they donated two pounds of coffee, which I really appreciated. But this year, in order to do 120 calendars, I needed 14 grams, or sorry, it's 14 pounds, <laughs> 14 pounds of coffee from each coffee roaster. And I couldn't ask for them to donate it because everybody's struggling and I was happy to pay the wholesale price for the coffee roasters. Now, there were a couple who did donate, you know, a couple of the, the larger coffee roasters. I won't say who they are, but everyone else, I was happy to pay their wholesale price for the coffee because it's supporting them, they're supporting me, and it's supporting local because Midwest Packaging is local, Labels Unlimited is local, and it just made me happy to do that, to put together a project a coffee advent calendar that makes people happy. It made me happy as well. And I look forward to next year already. I'm always, I'm already thinking about how I'm going to make it easier for myself, how I'm going to tweak it. Because every time you do something, there's always room for improvement. There's always a way to make it better, to make it easier, to make it more efficient. And yes, I will look at getting a delivery service next year or get some volunteers to deliver and, you know, pay them. That way they are making a little extra money and I'm not doing all the work because I find as I get older, it takes more and more energy. But again, I just want to say that this was a labor of love and I was so happy to do it. Once again, I would like to thank everyone who participated in the coffee advent calendar. I'd like to start with my daughter, Crystal, who gave me the idea last year and who knew that it would evolve into what it has turned out this year, which is amazing. Midwest Packaging for helping me conceptualize and develop the packaging for the calendar, which 
turned out to be absolutely perfect to Labels Unlimited for creating and printing the beautiful metallic labels to Winnipeg U-Drive for giving me the use of the minivan that helped me deliver the calendars. I couldn't have done it with my Ford Escape. To Sturgeon Heights Community Center, again, Barry and Greg, allowing me to use the space and to finally complete all the calendars. To Andrew Goosen from Trails and Coffee for grinding the beans and packaging them for me, making the process super, super easy and less painful for me compared to last year. To Brenda from All Nations Print for printing the index cards. For Stephanie Robinson for creating the graphics uh, for the index card and also the graphics of the ornaments that went on top of the coffee pouches. To Varundeep Singh who created the image and who basically made me decide that this is what I wanted for my package and and working with Sean from Midwest Packaging to create the beautiful image for my coffee advent calendar lid. To all the coffee roasters who participated in the calendar and who helped me to promote the rich and diverse coffee culture in Manitoba. And thank you to my friends who volunteered to help me with some of the assembly and the packaging and who were there as support for me as I went through the project. So until next time, think about how you are counting down the days to Christmas. Do you have an Advent calendar that you are eagerly opening each day to find the little treat or surprise? And if you don't have an Advent calendar yet, it's not too late. You can pick up a chocolate one from Morden's, a wine calendar if you really love wine from Porium, Denardi, and Keniston Wine Market, or if you like to drink craft beer, Farmery and a few other local breweries offer a beer Advent calendar. Whatever you choose and whatever you decide to do, I hope that the countdown to Christmas is an enjoyable one for you. Thanks so much for listening. If you like Coffee with Jenny B and want to know more, connect with Jenny on Instagram at Coffee with Jenny B. That's Jenny with a G. Until then, all you need is joy and more coffee. I'm Andrea Askowitz. And I'm Allison Langer. And we are the hosts of Writing Class Radio, a podcast, but we are so much more. We have writing classes. So if you are looking for live online classes where you can join a community, write to a prompt, get feedback, and get better, check out all our classes at writingclassradio.com. And listen to our podcast wherever you get your podcasts and at writingclassradio.com.